So that I that being said, Johnny it. likes to talk about not doing two in a row, but then when it's my time to talk about what I've been watching this week, he's super apt to just pitch in his own two cents. Well, you know what? I, feel like <laughs> I mean, if you did it right, if you did it right, I wouldn't have to pitch in, Thomas, but you talk bad. Well, if we're just <laughs> airing our not, grievances. You talk bad, not <laughs> You talk bad. You talk bad. You know what, boys? If we're just airing our grievances, you commented on Thomas's shirt and the fact that he's wearing the, sh- the shoes he used to have and like, oh, he's a cartoon character wearing all the same things and then laughing because he doesn't. I actually do that. Yeah. And today I'm wearing a new shirt and no one said this, nothing. This one? Dude, no, I Wait, thought the, about the it. t-shirt is like, yeah. It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. You know who said that? Jesus. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said that. Close. These are the kind of facts and feelings you get when it turns out that you've made it. So pull up a chair. It's the TV boys. This is the show where we, the boys, we talk about TV. Sometimes we talk about funny quotes from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You never know what you're going to get here on the TV boys, except within some limits. In fact, you do know that it's going to be about TV. It's going to be about someone who makes great TV and makes TV great. Before we tell you who that is, let's tell you who we are. I'm your host, Izzy. Who else we got here? I'm not your host, Thomas. Uh, I'm Johnny. I'm just Johnny. Why aren't you hosting, yeah, Thomas? I don't know what's happening. I'm not the host. You're a quarter. Uh, by, by a quarter, a quarter, I mean a third. No, you, right. mean, you mean a quarter. So, oh, that's our classic our classic TV boys <laughs> joke for the fans. Yeah. We, we do math wrong. It's a deep cut. <laughs> Who are we talking about this week, boys? So, this week, we're talking about the, and I mean it this time, especially the one and only Jamie Foxx. Ooh, Jamie Foxx. I can't wait to get started. Dude. The Fox, man. The Fox, I think With I, two X's. I think if you Double look X. up charismatic in the dictionary, just Jamie, a it should just be a picture of Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love this guy, and I've uh, I've been enjoying his work since uh, I was a teenager. Um, so a- as we do here, before we dive into the life of the, of the man and the works, uh, we give you an IMDb top four. Uh, you got those for me, somebody? Jamie Foxx's IMDb top four are Ray, Collateral, Django Unchained, also known as Django Unchained, <laughs> and Dreamgirls. All great, but we're not going to talk about them. Well, because <laughs> well, well, those are movies. Those extent, are movies, and are, Israel yeah. called me up personally and was like, hey, 
I know if you look at the IMDb, IMDb top four, those are all movies. Well, forget them. We're not talking about them. That then, is a real thing. That and happened. then Thomas just mentioned him anyways. I was like, hey, what's the IMDb top four? And I wanted him to tell me something else. Well, hey, let me tell you a little bit about Jamie Foxx's early life. Uh, he was born Eric Marlin Bishop uh, in Terrell, Texas on December 13th, 1967. He was adopted and raised by his mother's adoptive parents, Estelle Marie and Mark Talley. Fox was raised in the black quarter of Terrell, which at the time was racially segregated community. He has often acknowledged his grandmother's influence in his life as one of his greatest reasons for his success. Jamie Foxx began playing the piano when uh, he was five years old. He had a strict Baptist upbringing, and as a teenager, he was a, was a part-time pianist and choir leader at Terrell's New Hope Baptist Church. His natural talent for telling jokes was already in evidence as a third grader when his teacher would use him as a reward. If his class behaved well, she would allow Jamie Foxx to tell them jokes. That, that's so awesome to me. So he that's was charismatic so, as a third grader. Like that early on, so funny and talented. Like like we've all we've all made a, a whole room that we're in laugh at something uh, at a joke that we've done, and that's a great that's a great feeling. I yeah. love it. But to be so good at that that it's offered as a reward yeah. to a group of your peers yeah. to get to hear you do jokes yeah. like that's amazing for any age and it's crazy for uh, a, a third grader that's wild i love i love that story uh jamie fox attended terrell high school where he received top grades and played basketball and football as a quarterback his ambition was to play for the Dallas Cowboys, and he was the first player in his school's history to pass for more than 1,000 yards. He also sang in a band called Leather and Lace during high school. After completing high school, Fox received a scholarship to the United States International University, where he studied musical and performing arts composition. Um, okay. Fox first told jokes at a comedy club's open mic night in 1989 after accepting a girlfriend's dare. When he found that female comedians were often called first to perform, he changed his name to Jamie Fox, feeling that it was a name ambiguous enough to disallow any biases. Um, I think that's that's that's. Pretty that's pretty wild. Um, that's it. I never knew. I've, you know, we all just know him as Jamie Foxx. Right. Uh, he chose the surname as a tribute to black comedian Red Fox. Um, and I believe that brings us to Jamie Foxx's first acting credit um, in Living Color in 1991. So, in Living Color, definitely. Definitely a cool show. Jamie Foxx happened to be in seasons three through five. Uh, I believe that he is in like 95 episodes, like a ton, ton of the show. Yeah. If you're not familiar with In Living Color, like you, you've missed out and I can't, you know, go check it out because it's a sketch show and it's, it, it's so, it's so funny real quick. I do want to mention, um, Fox's first episode, you know, I said, I said he started in season three, episode one, and it was also another person's first television appearance, or at least as in the, as a 
major a major performance or as an adult i believe uh and that is jennifer lopez yeah and she they both were introduced on season three episode one jennifer lopez was a quote fly girl uh which seems to be from what i understood of the show like a a background dancer at least in the intro yeah Um, so it just seems like kind of like snl in between skits they do some like so they have somebody doing a a dj set and they have like professional dancers come out uh and she yeah she's one of those dancers and i i watched that episode it was uh it was really cool to see it was very young jennifer lopez yeah when they were introduced the the host uh one of the oh man uh, I I sorry I mix up the Wayans first names, but one of one of the hosts who's introducing you know new people this season, and you know we got a new fly girl Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> he introduces Jamie Fox, and he's like Jamie, and Jamie Fox says like Fox to him. He's like Fox, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like that. he I don't know if it was a joke or not. You know the world may never know, but it seemed like he straight up forgot the dude's name, which is so crazy to me. To that like his first appearance is someone forgetting his name to go on to be like one of the few people in history to win an Oscar and have a Billboard number one album. Like <laughs> just a crazy like talent. Yeah, and, like and starting off, someone's like, "What? What's your name again?" So that's how he started off, and also in. The, his first season, season three, when they do the introductions and introduce all the cast, he's last or close to last. In season five, he's introduced third. Yeah. yeah. Behind Jim Carrey and somebody else. Oh, that's another thing. And that's another it's like thing. A, it's like the first thing Jim... It like <laughs> Jim Carrey is Jim in Jim Carrey popular. He, I believe he's in it from the jump. And also, he's billed as James Carey, and which is really crazy. like wild to me. Yeah. It's like weird. To, and like he like makes a weird face, and they you know they do like the '90s. Like he's doing a thing, then freeze frame on his face, and there's like honestly really cool nostalgic for me graphics around it. And he's just making a face, but it says James Carey, <laughs> like it's his funeral or something. Like why? Are, what? He's, he's Jim. <laughs> All right. So I mean, real quick, I just want to say. I know I've talked some smack about Jim Carrey on the podcast. You talk this, smack about Jim stop. Carrey all the time. You talk smack about me. I know you still <laughs> like me. I'm just saying this show made me like him so much. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I understand. Like I get it now. I understand I now. now. <laughs> I'm a fan. I want to tell you some more about In Living Color. So this sketch comedy series, it was on Fox. Uh, it was created by Keenan Ivory Wayans, who wrote and starred in the program and was part uh, produced by Ivory Way Productions. The title of the series was actually inspired by the NBC announcement of broadcast being presented, quote, in living color, like during that, you know, transition yeah into color television white, in the 60s yeah. or at least when nbc was using that slogan it all i mean it also definitely refers to the fact that most of the ca- of the show's cast is is black unlike other sketch comedy shows at the time specifically snl which is like, i feel like what it would have been compared to in the you know the cultural zeitgeist of television yeah fans and snl was mostly white yeah especially at that time um but the in living color also had other members of the Wayans family who are all it's just like 
the most talented acting family I guess in history, I don't know. Does Shakespeare have a family? Probably yeah. just like the Wayans at the top. So like, uh, like I, I think I told you about this last night. I had never really looked into the Wayanses very much. Besides, I knew I loved the Wayans brothers TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not realize like uh, their dad is famous, their uncle is famous, their cousin is famous. Like it is, there is like eight black comedian slash actors that is something slash Wayans or Wayans Jr. And they're all so good. Like, yeah. I love them all. Um, I'm definitely going to talk about the Wayans bros later. But. Uh, besides Damon, Kim, Sean, Marlon, and Dwayne Wayans, the show like, <laughs> like even also stars uh, David Allen Greer, who... You may have seen before. Well, he's in Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me, a show we're going to talk about later in the episode. It's also got Takea Crystal Kamea from That's So Raven is where I know her from. Nice. Other stuff as well. Uh, like we already mentioned, introduced Jennifer Lopez to I, I like television, the public, the media. I, I know it wasn't her first job ever, but definitely gave her a start. Uh, let me tell you something else about In Living Color. The series won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Variety, comma, Music or Comedy Series in 1990. The series gained international prominence for its bold move and its all-time high ratings gained by airing a live special episode as a counter-program to the halftime show, of the U.S. leaders CBS live telecast of the Super Bowl. <laughs> that sounds that, like a lot of precursors. Uh, it's, to a lot, just it's a lot of things to say. They, they did a counter program for the Super Bowl halftime show. So yeah, you could like, like watch theirs like, or right. They changed the channel and watch this because it's better. Was but, the idea? Yeah. They did so well um, airing a, a counter program to the halftime. Uh, of the Super Bowl that it prompted the National Football League to book A-list acts for the future uh, of the halftime specials. The next year, they booked Michael Jackson. Yeah, um, dude. They ki- so they that's kicked it how off. hard they hit the halftime of the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's a quite, like, first off, this is the biggest star that is possible. Yes. So they kicked it off yes. as strong as possible. But it is weird to know that like our generation thinks of halftime as a spectacle. And you can look up, you can look up old halftimes. Like it's absolutely not. Have. They've no. had marching bands. They've had Elvis impersonators. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's, it's been like super chill. It's been like people in the stands were... are going to the bathroom and it's fine and no one cares. A lot and of so them were was... like Disney promoted. Yeah. Like, they would just have just like, like a parade with it was Disney like, yeah, characters. Like people possibly from <laughs> like the current Broadway production of a Disney thing promoting like a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, so just one last thing I want to say about In Living Color. It's hard to find. It's not streaming anywhere. Um, I think it might be on BET Plus if you got that on Amazon Prime. But it's it's very, very funny. I'm a huge fan of sketch comedy shows. It reminds me a lot of uh, Mad TV. Um, I think Mad TV was just kind, kind of basing their show off of In Living Color. Um, it's It's super funny. 
of course it's dated the jokes are from 1990 um the episode i watched with jamie fox uh one of the sketches was rick james as annie wilkes um from the stephen king book or movie misery and he has a woman tied up and he eventually it's very funny he eventually <laughs> breaks her legs like they happens it's in the, super funny he no, breaks her legs but it's like, hilarious it's it's done so well <laughs> like I, i'm just saying it's it's funny um it's not super relevant now but if you um were alive back then you probably will get more stuff than than we do but I had a ton of fun watching it definitely so from 1992 to 93 jamie fox was in rock r-o-c uh, not r-o-c-k to be confused with probably a dozen movies made about uh, alcatraz <laughs> And rocks. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, as Crazy George. Uh, just if you want to be particular, he was in seasons two through three for seven episodes. So if you're looking for just his, scroll through those ones. Um, the series stars Charles S. Dutton as Baltimore garbage collector Rock Emerson and Ella Joyce as his wife, Eleanor, who's a nurse. You may know Dutton from Longmire. He's made appearances in a lot of things. Anyways, Rock started out as more of a traditional sitcom, but as it progressed, it got more dramatic in tone with social commentaries on gang activity, violence, drug use, and the plight of uh, black people in the United States. So so there, there are a lot of cool things about this show. Uh, Rock is cool. Go watch it. But one of the coolest things to me is that they did a live season. So really the, the four main cast members were all accomplished stage actors who had performed on Broadway and they decided to try a live episode. And apparently it was successful enough that the producers and the Fox network agreed to air each episode of season two as a live performance so that the entire season two of rock was li done live. That's <laughs> That's the, really cool. The, it's amazing. The episodes would start with a prologue with like a character like talking to the camera as like behind them. Everyone's getting ready. Yeah. And they would go out of their way to mention current events from like that week or even that day mm. to, to like, quote unquote, prove to viewers that it was indeed a live performance, at least on the East Coast. It aired live on the Why? East Coast. Why are people doing this? So like this. I want to see. This. Here's how here's yeah. how rare it Nowadays. is. Nowadays. Rock was the first primetime scripted show since the 50s to do a live season. Mm. And since then, since Rock in, in, in 92, 93, the, the only other show to ever have to, to do a live season um, was was really not that long ago. In the scheme of things, 2015, Undateable uh, aired a live season. Really? And I've never to be fair, Undateable, its live season was 13 episodes, and Rock Season 2 was 25 episodes. Wow. 25 live episodes. Jeez. And, That's uh, so cool. I, I really... What, what did you watch this on? I just found it on YouTube. I was okay. having trouble finding like a, a, a real deal streaming service for it, but... Uh, there's definitely full episodes on YouTube. There's definitely partial episodes on YouTube. You can definitely YouTube. buy it somewhere. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, I'm sure you could buy it. Um, some some people said that it didn't feel live to audiences because just because the actors were so good that they that they never made mistakes. So it just felt like filmed before a live audience. Well, you said there were stage actors, so they were probably used to 
yeah doing they were live just like stuff, that so. freaking good and yeah, like that makes sense rock, rock is cool on its own rock would be cool if they hadn't done that but it's so it's so cool to me that they did that it's so unique like yeah. it literally has happened twice since the 50s like yeah. some shows will put on a live episode which is in itself is an amazing feat it's very cool but to just go live with your scripted show for a whole season, it it's li- it's almost unheard of. Like only twice yeah. in the last seventy years. I would say it is it is unheard of in the sense of most people probably have not heard literally of that don't happening. know that this has ever happened. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't until yeah. literally when you said it. It's it's very cool. It's very cool. So so Jamie Foxx's time. Boat, I would say probably more so on Living Color, just because there's 95 episodes there. But in addition, you know, his work on Rock um, had him enough, and you know, enough fame, enough, enough clout to to showcase his talent and to be able to do his own show. You guys ready to talk about his show? His show, the Jamie Fox show. The Jamie Fox show. So, uh. I would love to talk about the Jamie Foxx show. Jamie Foxx show was a sitcom co-created by Jamie Foxx and Bentley Kyle Evans, who co-created Martin. The series stars Jamie Foxx. I've been going back and forth on how to pronounce this. Garcelle Beauvais. They're they're from NYPD Blue. Yeah. I I don't know if that's how you say it, but I've seen that credit there on NYPD. Christopher B. Duncan, Ella English. Um, and Garrett Morris, who you might know from uh, an original cast member from SNL. Yeah, like 70s SNL. Yes, um, and Martin. So this show is about Jamie Foxx. He's playing Jamie King. Uh, He's an aspiring musician from Terrell, Texas, who has come to Los Angeles to pursue a career in entertainment. To support himself, he works at his family's hotel, the financially strapped King's Tower, which is owned by his aunt and uncle, um, Aunt Helen and Uncle Junior King, who is played by Ella English and Garrett Morris, respectively. Among his co-workers during the series run were the beautiful and intelligent front desk clerk Francesca, or Fancy, Monroe, and Jamie's high-strung, stuffy-shirted nemesis Braxton P. Hartnabrig who works as an accountant at the King's Tower. Um, did either of you guys watch any of this show? I did not. So I so I watched some in, prefer- in preparation for the show. I've also watched some just before. Like, I don't know if it for sure was while it was airing. Probably yeah. was. And since. Like, I've, I'm familiar with Jamie Foxx show. So I definitely watched this show as like a 16-year-old when it um, went into syndication yeah. um, on the WB. And... Um, I absolutely loved it. It it aired in con- like right after or right before the Wayans Brothers TV show. Um, I I really looked forward to watching these shows, and I thought this show was so funny. And I was able to watch a lot more of it because I did go ahead and get the free trial of BET uh, as like a channel for mm. um, Amazon Prime. So I watched a lot of this the other night, and like it's still it's still so funny. It's as corny as a 1990s sitcom is going to get. Um, but I I really like the cast, and Jamie Foxx is just a 
naturally charismatic, like funny guy. And it, it was a lot of fun to, to watch it again. Um, with over 100 episodes, the show helped launch Fox's acting career to new heights um, and actually relaunch um, Garrett Morris's acting career after his 1994 shooting. Um, I did a little bit of research into this and uh, found some quotes. He was shot by a would-be mugger whom attempted, who he attempted to fight off. This assault caused him to be written off of the TV show Martin. At the time, he was playing uh, Martin's boss. In a radio interview, he mentioned that the robber who shot him was eventually convicted and incarcerated and in prison. Inmates who have to be fans of Morris's teamed up and beat up the robber in revenge. Oh, jeez. Um, Holy crap. So, uh, Bovey, the woman who plays Fancy in the show, um, she later starred in uh, ABC's NYPD Blue, among many other things, including three separate roles in Family Matters. She plays okay. three different characters with three different names um, in three different years of that show. And she, <laughs> she comes back. The triple three! Uh, I, th- I thought the that trips. was really funny. And uh, one of her roles is as Garcelle or Garcet, however you say her name. Yeah. It's just her name. It's her real life name. I thought that was pretty goofy. But yeah. The the next thing the next thing I feel like I want to mention is the film Ray. But just as a little bit of, of backstory, you know, we we've alluded to and we'll talk more about the fact that Jamie Foxx is a musician. And in his second collaboration with Kanye West when he made the song Gold Digger. He sang a Ray Charles influenced line from "I Got a Woman," like part like Jamie yeah. Foxx's hook is is from Ray Charles's "I Got a Woman," and then also Fox is on the single "Georgia" by Ludacris and Field Mob, and he samples Ray Charles's "Georgia on My Mind." So I just I like the fact that he was already influenced in his own work by Ray Charles, and then got to play Ray Charles in the film Ray. And in case you didn't know, he won an Academy Award, a BAFTA, a Screen Actors Guild Award, a Critics' Choice Movie Award, and a Golden Globe Award, all for Best Actor in a Leading Role for this movie, becoming the second actor ever to win all five lead actor awards for the same performance (laughs) that's and that's crazy to this date only seven actors have ever done have ever done that he was the second and all of the other ones have won for a drama role whereas fox's is the only one that's for a musical or comedy Mm. so that's interesting to me uh i i recently saw an interview with jamie fox where he talked about having met with Ray Charles before the taking on the role to get his approval to, uh, to, to play him. Yeah. And that right. Not only did Ray Charles give him his approval, but Jamie Foxx playing the piano with Ray Charles and they're playing and singing and having a good time. And there was a point <laughs> when Jamie hit a wrong note and Ray Charles made him stop and was like, so why'd you play that wrong note? And he's like, I mean, it's just a mistake. He's like, you gotta know, 
got to know the notes you're playing for for it to sound right like it made him like stop and and consider that like it need it needed to be perfect if he was going to do it and Jamie Foxx was you know absolutely and, and seems and like Ray, he delivered Ray gave him the endorsement five. and yeah he went on to 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 have one of the best roles in cinema or most lauded at least it's pretty cool well hey let me tell you a little bit about some of his music um so in 2005 he released the album unpredictable unpredictable was fox's second studio album and it debuted at number two on the billboard top 100 selling almost 600,000 copies in the first week uh rising to number one the following week selling additional an additional 200,000 copies. To date, the album has sold 1.9 million copies and in the United States was certified as double platinum by the RIAA. Fox became the fourth artist to have... But, oh, you already said this. You said this early, earlier. Uh, he became the, four, um, the fourth artist to have won um, both an acting... Uh, an Academy Award for an acting role and to achieve a number one album... Um, Joining Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Barbara Streisand, and uh, I did some additional research. I think um, that must have been written a while ago because Lady Gaga should also be on that list. She has had like six number one albums and also one uh, top of like leading actress for Dude, to be uh, to be Star listed. To be listed in the same grouping as Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, and Barbara Streisand. And Lady Gaga. And, and Lady Gaga. That's, I, love I mean, that's Lady a little Gaga. more recent, so yeah. I feel like that has a little... Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to discount yeah, her, no, her no, additions to that. Those are but, like, legends. Bing Crosby and, like, you say the word Frank, or the name Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Right. And, like, that's... And, that's you've, got my, and you've got my vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, those are some, like, legends of the entertainment business. Business, and it's crazy that they've had number one albums and also gotten a um, what's uh, what's an, the, an Oscar? An Oscar. That's what it is. It's an Oscar for like best best actor. That's um, yeah. That's high Wild. praise. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Beat Shazam. Uh, this is a show that is hosted by Jamie Fox himself, and he's also an executive producer. So in this show, three teams of two. Um, can I ask? Can I guess? Can I predict? Yes. Do they fight Shaq as a genie? Close. <laughs> Very close. Uh, I, I think that might even be a better TV show. That might be Kazam. I don't know how they're going to uh, do that. Uh, that Shazam, might be is a, Shazam is a uh, Barbara, or not Barbara Streisand effect, a Mandela effect. <laughs> so, um, three teams of two players on each team compete through five rounds Four rounds in season two um, identify, uh, they try to identify a song in a series of songs, banking money for each correct answer. It's one of those things like uh, first round's 2,000, next round's 5,000. They win increasingly more money and uh, team gets but, bumped off. But they just get to hear like the tiniest little excerpt of a song and then they have to name it? Well, I think, so the song plays until each team buzzes in. Okay. And once once each team buzzes in, they reveal if, you know, if only one team gets the answer right, they say, oh, okay, this team gets the answer right. But if two teams or three teams, if they all get the answer right, it comes down to seconds 
in milliseconds, which is fun because you can do like the, uh, you know, this team got 1.86 seconds. If you beat 1.86 seconds, you win. Here's the big reveal. So, the, you know, that's always fun. I mean, like I already said, Jamie Foxx is, I just love, love watching him. He's charismatic and now he's got like dad jokes and he's just got that kind of charm to it. But um, I believe in the final round, you go head to head with the app Shazam and attempting to um, identify songs. And if you can identify six songs before Shazam in the final round, you win a million dollars. So pretty cool. Um, I, when I, you know, beat Shazam, easy title to think, okay, what, what's that show? I was thinking like, before I watched it, would I be good at this show? And I thought I would, cause I'm like a big music guy. But there's absolutely no way I would be any good at the show. Neither would anybody else listening to this because you know what they do. It's not so like they'll play uh, a very famous song from like any any era. And they'll give you it's not like a, it's a multiple choice. You have four answers you can pick from. And one is the correct answer. And the other three answers aren't completely different songs. They're lines from the same song mm, so it's like so this is it Duh, please tell me so if this ain't love i like i can't remember like that was one of the songs on there but they had like all of those lyrics as options so like they all sound right and you have to choose super fast uh yeah I've already gone too too much into this show because I want to move on, but like it's it's a lot of fun, and um, the audience has fun. You know, they play a little bit of a song, and after everybody uh, puts their answer in, like we all dance to it. And uh, Jamie Foxx is a great host, and he hosts along with his daughter, which is a lot of fun. Um, at least in season two, I don't think his daughter is in season one, but uh, yeah. she's like playing the DJ. Yeah. Um. So it's a, it's a lot of fun to watch, and I also I also know he has a fun time doing it, and that it's fulfilling for him. I I recently, so I, I saw an interview. I don't remember if the if the show has a name or if it's a web series or what, but uh, Michael Strahan, who you might know as I know that name, the footballman or the football. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's a, he's a spokesperson now. Um, but there's like an hour long interview of him and Jamie Foxx talking on YouTube and Jamie Foxx was talking about, talking about this show and talking about how, you know, when he first expected contestants on, on beat Shazam to, I don't know. First off, that he could predict what type of music they liked, and he immediately learned not to to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, people were were knowing genres of music and not knowing genres of music that he didn't expect. That definitely happened in um, like the one episode I watched. But well. he he also talked about how people like he was, you know, of course people want to win money. Of course anyone wants to win money, but people will talk about their reason, like that they're trying to pay off student loans or they're trying to pay for medical care for a friend or a loved one. And that it would like hit him so hard that he's like, Oh my gosh. Like I really <laughs> like, that's such a beautiful reason to, to, to want to win this prize. Like, I really hope they win it. And like talking about times that they won it and like the people will be crying. And he was like, I'm trying not to tear up like as the host. Cause I'm like, yeah, they're going to get to like pay for this 
Yeah. Like, yeah, this that's awesome. Extreme, like, like, it changes their lives. That's that's one thing that really came through in the hour-long podcast that I listened mm-hmm. to uh, with him in it. He just seems like a really grounded, kind person. Yeah. And, like, it's a lot of fun to watch him. Like, I, like I would give whatever like you know I, I i would absolutely bend over backwards do whatever it took to hang out with anyone we've mentioned on any of our episodes here on yeah. the tv boys because they're all great but i i feel like i know for a fact just from what i know like from what i've seen in jamie fox's interviews that i would enjoy his presence and energy and like feel like he he was a good person yeah I love I love game shows. Really, honestly, I feel like we could do a whole episode on game shows. We should. Um, it would be hard for me. It would be so hard for me to pick. There's so I just I don't know. I enjoy sitting back and watch, like playing along. You know, yeah. trying to name the song or whatever. But it's also but any, nice. Like, you know, whether it's Wheel of Fortune, money. whether it's uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. We can do it Jeopardy. after the lore episode. <laughs> but. Uh, we we're, we're we're gonna go on to something else that was in 2017, uh, which you know, Beat Shazam is still going. Yeah, it just happened to start in 2017. So real quick, that... uh, third season was postponed because of COVID, but it is officially supposed to start, I uh, believe, in June of this year. So 2021 June, it's coming up with its third season. Go on, sorry, just for any fans of that show, just figured I'd shout that out. I, I mean, I'm glad it's still happening. Something yeah. that ha- uh, happened back in 2017 was a show called White Famous. Uh, Jamie Foxx was in it as himself for, for two episodes. He's also a producer. But the kind of the reason that I bring up this show is that White Famous was a comedy series actually based on the life of Jamie Foxx. And ar- arguably the Jamie Foxx show was also... Yeah, I mean that was yeah that was like a a a take on his life as well. Um, White famous only had one season, uh, but the lead the lead character playing you know arguably the Jamie Fox was Jay Farrow SNL's Jay Farrow. I love Jay (laughs) Farrow, so that's pretty cool. Also, one other just you know we're moving on, but one other weird note about White Famous, it's set in the same universe as Californication and there was like some crossover secondary character. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I've been, I've been meaning to watch this for like ever. It was like Oh seven to 2014 or something. It ran for seven years. I was just about to say, did this air on Showtime? And yeah, you already said that it did air on Showtime. Okay. That's just, that's (laughs) weird. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So another show in that universe. That's all a thing I need to watch. Uh, But Californication is one of the most recent TV things. Is dad stop embarrassing me? As I think Thomas would pronounce it because of the exclamation point. Dad stop embarrassing me. That show uh, is brand new. It just premiered on Netflix this month, uh, April 2021. Uh, so IMDb's tagline of this show is a single dad and cosmetics brand owner figures out fatherhood on the fly when his strong minded teen daughter moves in with him. So I feel like that tagline, like definitely, it's definitely accurate, but it, it almost like brings up points that I feel like aren't major points in the show. Cause it's really more about just this kind of like not wacky 
in a traditional sense, but I don't know, kind of in a whacking a sitcom way, like family setting, family having fun together. Uh, I think that it's interesting that he did this sitcom because it, th- this series is the return of Jamie Foxx to the sitcom format after 20 years yeah. of being out of the format. It, it, since, since the Jamie Foxx show ended in 2001, he's not been in a sitcom. So that's fun. That's cool. Uh, I definitely like that he's bringing back some old influences that, that he had as far as uh, when it comes to In Living Color or Martin, like the, those type of shows, playing multiple characters as one actor. He's doing that in in Dad Stop Embarrassing Me. Oh, nice. Like almost right away. I think episode two has uh i think he's the pastor at the church they're going to yeah but uh i think he's also throughout like, the show he's yeah, also there's... like the deacon that leads in the pastor as well yeah i think so <laughs> uh, yeah he's he's That's just multiple great. characters in the scene it's it's a lot of fun it's really a lot of fun. And did you say that's on Netflix? Yes. Right now? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. a Netflix original. Okay. It's a Netflix original that just got put on there in April of this year. So check it out. It's hot. It's new. It's fresh. A uh, couple random notes before we uh, move on from Jamie Foxx. I, a story I heard about him. I just want I just want to tell you guys. Uh, Jamie Foxx in 2016, he rescued a young man from a burning vehicle that crashed outside his home. <laughs> I watched an interview where he was like talking with the driver's father who was like tearing up and, and hugging Jamie Foxx and saying thanks because there was like like security footage of, you know, this car wrecks into a ditch and flips over and is on fire. And Jamie Foxx is trying to get the guy out, ultimately gets the guy out. And then the car really goes up in flames and other cars were just like driving by. Really? And, and it was really just Jamie Foxx who the, literally the guys, saved somebody's life. Yeah, and the guy's father was like, I mean, it's easy to say, like, you know, what what would you do and potentially in a situation, but you never really know. And you saw other people driving by. So like you know like no one was gonna save him. And Jamie Foxx saved it, like risked his life to save this dude. And it was like he I think in the interview said, like, I'm no hero. I just did what anybody would do. And <laughs> like the, no, the, he guy, didn't. the guy's father was like, it's clearly more than what anyone would do <laughs> yeah, because people, people, drove, by, people by. drove by. Yeah. And and like you no, you stepped up and was just like, someone's in danger. I'm gonna save him. We'll figure out like why and what later, but like save this dude's life. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, another thing, I just wanted to throw this out to all Jamie Foxx fans, UTV boys included. I don't really understand totally why it was sponsored by Grey Goose, the vodka. Hey, it's good. It's good vodka. <laughs> okay, good sure. Vodka. It's smooth. There's, it's... there's like nine episodes. <laughs> They're short. They're on YouTube. Uh, it's called Off Script, brought to you by Grey Goose. And they're just, it's Jamie Foxx interviewing other celebrities okay if he already knew them like talking about like shared experiences some of them i feel like he has less of a relationship with and they're telling him new stories and he's sharing new stories uh i i ended up i just like watched one i was like you know what i feel like i just want to watch all of these and i did it's really fun he interviews people like Dwayne the rock johnson benicio del toro uh 
A lot of people. A lot of famous people. Sarah Silverman. Like, it's... I mean, there's only nine, but it's, it's cool. Check so it not a, not a lot, it's several. Nine famous people. Nine famous. <laughs> I liked it. Interview it out. It's on YouTube. I'm giving you I a hard time Jamie on your Fox. wording, but like that sounds like a really good time. Yeah. I will probably yeah, go watch cool. all of those. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the Jamie Foxx portion of this week's episode. Which the there TV are boys. so many movies I would like to talk about, but... Israel says I no, know. and the cream will you know. rise to the top. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it. I, I Django Unchained is a movie that you should simultaneously watch and not watch at the same time. What are you talking about? It's hard to watch, it but great. it's also like you have to watch it. And there. I said it. All right. So let's move on. <laughs> now we get to a question of the week. Qu- qu- question. Qu- question of the week. We got, qu- qu- question of the week. We got a real question. A real oh, one. A live one, dude. A live one. It's on the hook. I'm reeling it in. Reel it in, Johnny. Oh, Tell here me. Here it is. What, what does is it say, Israel? What? I think, I think, you know what? Oh, what does it say, Thomas? I think, I think Thomas should we'll bring say this that. one to What does it so say, it's, Thomas? It's a little bit. It's a little bit smudged because it was in the water, but I'm going to try my best to read it. It looks like it says, Hi, Uncle Thomas. Mommy listens to your podcast on the way to school. I have a question for you guys. What was your favorite TV show growing up? All right. I can't wait to answer it. Thomas, do you want to go first? What was your favorite TV show Growing up. So, growing up, it depends on the, how you define growing up. Yeah. So. All right. We're talking, uh, I I personally am talking ages 7 through 15. 7 through what 15. Was, okay. You, what were you watching? That's so when you're growing up. my favorite TV show through that portion of my life, 7 through 15, was probably... It's 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 a tie between uh, Naruto, okay, and anime. yeah, it's it's a weird split here. Naruto and the MythBusters, okay, nice. Um, those are like the two that I can remember, like of those years. Because I was gonna say Blue's Clues, but that's probably prior. Yeah, um, I don't I have mean, a perfect memory. I'm assuming Harper. Is between those ages. Yeah. Like, let's so, answer those. I, though, like what when you were I, her age, what were you watching? I think both of those are accessible for her. Harper, right. yeah. uh, if you're I mean, listening to this, yeah. you should probably check out Naruto. Um, and also you should definitely watch uh Mythbusters because like specifically the first two seasons. I remember watching that show as it came out. Yeah. When it was new. Yeah. Um and they had a super low budget it and they were trying to Yeah, though. it was so cool and yeah. I was like I I was like they're doing these things with like very little money calling up people trying to figure out where they can blow up like a minivan or something. Yeah. And they're like we don't know how to do it and like later on they they like know a guy. Yeah. And they're like I have a bunch of land come blow up your minivan here but like in the beginning watching them call and it was just it it changed my life watching that. But those are uh those are the two that I'm going to say were my two favorites. I can't really narrow it down to one. Nice. Um, so Israel, <clears throat> yeah. What was your favorite show growing up? So I also narrowed it down to two. Nice. We got uh, the works of Jeffrey Corwin. I don't know if you remember no. maybe Zabumafu and the Crab Brothers. 
and Steve Irwin. It was yeah. basically like that, but just like a little bit before and also overlapping and, and with. Uh, but he's just like an animal guy. I say Jeff Corwin as a whole because there was a lot. There was like the Jeff Corwin experience on Animal Planet and going wild with Jeff Corwin. I definitely on saw those shows. Disney yeah. Channel. Like, yeah. But yeah. to me, it was all just like the Jeff Corwin show. And he told you about facts, about animals in nature, showed them to you. Uh, whether it was in a zoo or in a wild situation and like got to hang out with these cool animals and educate you on them and then like leave them to be. And at the age Harper is now, my dream was to, to be Jeff Corwin. I had an early TV boy dream that was more molded like with animals that I wanted to specifically work with animals on television yeah that was my that was one of my earliest childhood dreams i would uh get like ranger rick magazines and cut out pictures of animals and put them on my wall same, same. and like just think about that. interacting with them a la jeffrey corwin not as him but just like in a show just like him just like the crap brothers did on zabumafu which was awesome just like steve Irwin did and all his works which is awesome uh, <clears> but <throat> for me like the first was was, was jeff corwin um, the other big one for me in this like like five to fifteen age bracket for sure uh, is Sliders. I mentioned it before on and off air. It's a sci-fi show. It's really really good. Uh, it helped me get into sci-fi. Sci-fi is such a huge part of my life, and I definitely uh, owe a portion of that to, to my mom wanting to watch sliders and watching sliders with me. It's such a cool show. Uh, Hey Johnny, what, uh, I have a question for you guys. It's from Harper. (laughs) What's your favorite TV show growing up? Johnny, you are more than one guy. You are guys. Yeah. So So, give us a serious. First off, I just want to say thank you for listening. Harper. Glad you're glad you're here with us. Um, so, m- number one, first thing that comes to mind is uh, the Red Wall cartoon series that aired yes. on like PBS. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge nerd and I love to read books. And she this... loves books, dude. Okay, She's an awesome. avid reader. Love it. But Red this was Wall. the first time in my life where I had ever read a book and then watched a show that was based on a book I read. So yeah. it was something that I yeah. had imagined in my head. That I was then seeing on TV, and I thought that was a super cool experience. And of, of course, I thought like, oh, I imagine this different, and this got it exactly right. And I loved that comparison. So I, I, I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I just want to quickly mention uh, another thing that just captivated my imagination as a child. Um, it was a Saturday morning cartoon called um, Transformers: Robots in Disguise. Ooh, um, it's a good one. I watched that every week, and I was super, super into it. Um, most people know what Transformers is. We we have movies now, but when I was a kid, there were no actual movies. It was just cartoons, and um, I really, really loved it. I thought it was so cool. Um, I eventually, uh, I remember one of the first toys I bought as a kid was a, a transforming car. Um, I, I specifically like the PT Cruiser for some reason. Um, but one other note, um, Same, I was dude. young enough um, that uh, when I watched this show, I 100% thought the title was Transformers Robots in 
disguise. In like they are in the disguise. I had never heard the word disguise before tricky, tricky. when I first watched this, and I did not know disguise was a word, but the shortened as duh and the skies yeah. they they fly around in right. the skies and you see that in the opening sequence so that's what i thought it was called you know what? um but uh, it's <laughs> that's beautiful that's poetic <laughs> that's a child's mind for and it, it makes sense to me now still mm-hmm. they're still in disguise and in disguise but um yeah those were um two things that really stuck out to me as a kid thank you so much for the question harper love getting questions love it love it fan Fantastic. So, I think our our next thing now after our after our our question segment is what have we been watching of this week? Are you guys ready for this? One hundred percent. No. Woo! All right. In that case, Johnny, what have you been watching this week? <laughs> so this week, um, of course, this show is the this episode is about Jamie Fox, and I love Jamie Fox and. Um, there was like a, a couple year period where I would watch the Jamie Foxx show uh, directly followed by or preceded by, I can't remember exactly, the Wayans Brothers show. Um, so I I got the um, BET Plus subscription to watch Jamie Foxx. But hey, guess what? The Wayans Brothers show is also on there. Um, and I, I watched I watched like five episodes last night. I, I stayed up way too late. Um, it's, it's so funny. It's so cheesy. But like there's something about the Wayans Brothers that's like no matter how cheesy they are, there's just something so genuine about them as people that just make me laugh. Like no matter how good they acted in a scene like i just honestly love that show um of course the show's from like the 1990s it's not um it's not pc um there there are some jokes that you're like that doesn't fly so well um but in its heart i just i just love I, i love everything about it i love the wayans brothers and um you know at that point in my life when i first started watching it when i was a teenager like this brand of comedy I'd never seen before. They definitely have their own kind of zany brand of comedy um, with the Wayans Brothers show. And um, yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, Unfortunately, I have to tell you guys, if you think, well, I I remember the Wayans Brothers show. I want to um, get the BET subscription and also watch it. I'm so sorry. Um, Last night when I got the BET subscription, it said the Wayans Brothers show has Five more days until it's taken off BET, and oh, by the no. time this episode airs, what? it will almost definitely be gone. And I'm so sorry. Where will it be then? I don't know. Nowhere you have it to just, purchase it. I, I just know it won't be on Amazon Prime's channel of BET. So I, I don't know where it's going. But um, does BET have a standalone app? I think it it must. It has it might. to if it has a channel. Let's. If it has, but I'm sure it's a channel. Same, I'm sure it's you're the same saying catalog. it's coming it shouldn't off change. of that. I'm, yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. it's saying. So it's saying five days. It, it has an expiration date. Um, sorry to sorry to tell you guys. Um, uh, I had fun watching it. Good luck. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, well it's gotta, thanks, if it's, if it's Johnny. Cut, it's got to be going somewhere. Yeah. And if not, somewhere soon. I mean, you can of course you can always buy these shows on. Yeah, Apple or Xbox or Amazon. Amazon. You can purchase them on Amazon. Okay. Hey, the Wayans Brothers are worth it. 
Thomas, what did you watch this week? Dad, stop embarrassing me. Okay. We've already talked about it. I like it. I like it enough to not just use it as a research thing for this episode, um, but also to recommend at a like at my personal level as I've been watching this this week. What? Uh, so, what was your? F- favorite part about this show what 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 really made you want to watch the rest of it so what what hooked me in i haven't finished it i think i'm like two episodes from the end what hooked me in and like kept me going back for more was (laughs) there's a scene and i feel like this is an older song that i'm imagining they're like greens beans potatoes tomatoes oh my god (laughs) i watched that moment so many times at this point i was just like wait what just happened and let me concede on this game of magic the gathering and rewind this moment because they just like launched into this family song. It's like, I was... but it like also like I think breaks the fourth wall as yeah, well. Oh, like oh yeah, during that they're doing bit. it for it. So that so that's what it is that made me watch more was that it's not. I don't like shows in front of a live audience in this era. Like the laugh track annoys me. Yeah, but this show's not in front of a live audience. It's for a live audience. And, like, they're playing, like, to them, and it's so good. It feels like a a fully fleshed-out sitcom. It's good. I like all the characters. I like all the actors. There's a a few in there that I don't know um, that I hadn't seen before, Uh, but all the acting is good. Uh, Even, like, the younger actors are good. And I'm not into sitcoms. I'm not, like, going to say I hate them, but, like, I'm not super into them. But this one, uh, it got me, dude. I, uh... I, I stuck around. Jamie, if you're listening, which you are because you're sitting here right next to me, um, I, I appreciate the show that you helped produce and well, act in. Oh, you're you're welcome. So I know. I, Jeff, you're not Jamie. Just no, I, he said thank you, and that was me saying you're welcome. I was, uh, I was playing into the bit, and then you ruined it. Cut that out. I will. <laughs> you better. All right. Sorry. Let's wrap it up. Hey, Israel. I got a question for you. What's that? What have you been watching? Oh, this week? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I've been watching this week. It's actually a show uh, recommended to me by my father, hmm. Papa Ooh. Johnson, Birthdays in Rock on Instagram himself. Uh, and that's Warren. Uh, check out Warren. <laughs> it's very funny. I've never heard of it. What's it airing on? Uh, so. I have been watching this on Amazon, I believe. Okay. It, it's a BBC show. It's a British sitcom. Okay. I'm, and I'm interested. I'm in. It, the, the star, it, aired, it aired in 2019. It, it, this, the lead is Martin Clunes, who is Doc Martin from the show Doc Martin. Have you seen okay, that? Okay, like yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh... It's so it's so funny. He's a very angry, impatient, selfish, abrasive driving instructor. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> and there's like people trying to get their license. Oh my gosh. It's so it's my like my my mom and my sister were out of town and I and I was having dinner with my dad at home and he was like, have you seen Warren? I don't like, I, I feel like you would like it. I, you've probably seen it, right? I was like, no, I've, I've not seen this. <laughs> and we started watching it. 
and it's so so funny hell yeah I, I i'm definitely it. gonna watch this <laughs> that's that sounds just with the plot itself it sounds yeah. awesome and i have seen talk martin so yes i do know that it's, so that's what, what it is go watch warren is it's it's worth your time it's very funny okay and thanks dad Thanks, Dad. Thanks, for- Dad. <laughs> that sounded kind of negative when you said it. No, I, 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 no, I thought it was funny. It's not negative. Stop it's embarrassing me. Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This has been a great episode. I'm so glad we got a question. We'd love more questions. You can reach out to us at the TV Boys Pod on Instagram or the TV Boys on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us about. Uh, the shows you love, the actors you love, ask us a question. Ask, ask us a question like Harper did about what our favorite show from our childhood was, except ask your own question, because she already asked that. Yeah, too late. Uh, Sorry. We we love Jamie Foxx. We love you. Do us a favor. Share the show with somebody. Tell them, hey, I heard you've seen TV before, so maybe you want to know what shows are cool. And... That's exactly who our show is for. And that's everyone you've ever met. So, one last thing. Go ahead and watch another episode. And we will talk to you next week. I've been Izzy. Thank you so much for listening. I have been and will continue to be Thomas. Uh, And I'm Johnny. Thank you so much for listening. Woo! It's been a good night. Sorry, was that terrible? No, <laughs> Am I no, terrible? I think, I think Israel Israel chopped it down this a lot, a lot. Because I said I just I'm not uh, gonna. I'll, I like. I will Dizzle tell you if I notice something. Okay. Yeah. Like sorry. Stop dick chaining. Stop Dizzle chaining, asshole. Be quiet, Christopher. Christopher. Dizzle. Read right. your piece. <laughs> <laughs>